Welcome back to our podcast. I'd like to start um, by introducing a great guest speaker. Um, he hails from Philadelphia. He is a sixth year on staff. Oh, good. Wow. Um, and he is currently the team director at Drexel, which is also where Kate, our Go Dragons, <laughs> uh, was a missionary last year. So anyways, without further ado, the welcome, Angelo. Hi, guys. <laughs> it's so good to be with you all. I'm so excited to to pray and and grow closer to the Lord through this podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. Um, uh, all right. Well, so as you know, this week um, is Joseph as protector. And so we've been going through this week with the Behold book from Ave Maria Press and um, written by Sister Miriam James. And we are so excited to be getting right into the middle of this Advent season and starting to talk more about um, our spiritual father, St. Joseph, and the ways that he is able to, to be that father figure in our lives. So without further ado, let's begin in a prayer, and then we can get started. Right? In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, may our thoughts words and deeds throughout this meeting serve to draw us into an encounter with your son jesus who became one of us even as a humble child send your holy spirit to guide us as we pray and reflect together may our reflections on the example of the holy family give us healing in our past experiences of family grace to love our own families more fully today and comfort in the knowledge of your love for us amen the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, so today we're going to start by reading from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 through 11. So if you are wanting to read along with us, um, it's Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 through 11. Angelo, do you want to read that for us? Yes, please. God comforts his people. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1 to 11. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand doubled for all her sins. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. All the, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry. And I said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people is grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, 
herald of good tidings, lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of, Ju of Judah, behold your God. Behold the Lord God comes with might and his arm rules for him. Behold his reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. This was one of the readings at mass this week too. So it was, I noticed that yeah. it was nice to like, yeah, hear it at mass and then pray with, get to pray with it again. Um, but yeah, something that like stood out to me from this passage was actually the last verse uh, where it says, like a shepherd, he feeds his flocks in his arms. He gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bud bosom and leading the ooze with care. Or how the heck you say that? <laughs> ooze. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah. What stood out to me about this verse is, um, yeah, just like the care um, of the shepherd uh, with his flock and how that's an image of of um our father and just like fatherhood in general of how like the father is like meant to to guide and protect each one of us and um yeah comfort us and just yeah the in the the last one where it says lead the use with care <laughs> please um and yeah I just like this idea of like the father caring for like the little ones mm. and um just like yeah to feel um comfort from um the father in that yeah I think that the this idea of a caring father that is gentle and you know you know he gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them in his bosom it's like very close to his heart just kind of gives me this this idea of like oh yeah like fatherhood should be should be this you know strength like gentle strength it sounds like it's a it sounds like it's contradicting but it yeah like that just is what fatherhood should be is is both strength and um gentleness at the same time so yeah something else I was just thinking about is how like the the gospel that this reading was paired with was like uh the parable um of like the 99 or the 100 sheep whatever you want to call it and how like the one sheep goes astray and just the care of um, the shepherd to like go after the one sheep um, and how that's true of like God the Father as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, the first couple uh, days of this week, St. Joseph's example of strength and faithfulness. And so, yeah, as I was like praying with this, you mentioned it's just like the unconditional love of St. Joseph and the unconditional love that like a father is meant to have for his children and I just yeah I was brought back to like this pretty recent memory of um I was like having some car issues <laughs> and I like brought my car to the mechanic and then they told me there was like everything under the sun wrong with my car and <laughs> it was gonna cost me like so much money 
And so I was really upset. And so I like call my dad and whatever. He calls me back a few hours later and I like tell him what's going on in like immediate tears. And he, yeah, it's just like, it's okay, Kate, like bring it home and like, well, I'll take it to the mechanic, whatever. So I did that. And long story short, like my dad was like, okay, like this is like, take it back. And like, this is the work that needs to be done. And here's the money to do it. And I'm just like, yeah, I was just like overwhelmed with like the unconditional love of like my dad in that moment of like, wow, like I'm literally 26 years old, but my dad like still like, yeah, just like treats me like a kid, which like, and like could be like taken as good or bad, but like, yeah, he treats me like with such like love and care and yeah, just like was thinking about that. I was praying with this of like the unconditional love of the father and just reflecting like on St. Joseph as well. And like I have like grown a lot in like my relationship with St. Joseph over the last like year or so and always just find St. Joseph really comforting. Um, And I think that's like because of my relationship with my dad a lot, but and obviously like everyone's experience is different, but St. Joseph, when I pray to him, I just like feel like comfort, like whatever I'm mm-hmm. praying to him for, like, I'm like, yeah, he is gonna like take care of it. And because of like the unconditional love of the father. Yeah, I I love that. And I think with, you know, with Monday and Tuesday, I really saw this parallel between like the the strength and the perseverance um chapters and there were two things and one of them was that um Joseph's strong steady and loving presence gives Jesus the safety he needs to grow mature and learn Mm -hmm. and then the second one on Tuesday was in this witness of a father's perseverance, a child receives the message that they are worth fighting for, protecting, pursuing, and showing up for no matter what. And that was both of those were something that I really stuck with me as I was reading. And I think that speaking from my experience um, as a daughter of my father, I think that that idea of being protected, pursued, and showing up for, and being worth fighting for really spoke to me a lot. And uh, yeah, because ultimately what I desire the most is to be able to feel feel that protection and just feel cared for and know that, yeah, whenever, no matter where my dad is or what's happening or what's going on, that like I will be able to go to him with those things and being able to go to St. Joseph with those things has kind of made me um, realize that, yeah, not only can I go to God the Father, but yeah, St. Joseph also offers us those like feelings of protection and security. But I also kind of was curious, Angela, what your thoughts were on like this idea of Joseph's like strong, steady, loving presence, giving Jesus the safety to grow, mature, and learn that seemed to be something, you know, from a father to a son. Uh, I didn't know if that resonated with you at all, but I was just curious about your thoughts. Yeah, it it does. Uh, The quote that you gave, Maria, like, some some things that, like, really resonate is, like, um, just the way that 
uh, like in prayer whenever I like reflect on the early life of Jesus and how um yeah how the Lord is is being formed by his father like um essentially yeah Jesus doesn't need like to be taught but the presence of Saint Joseph as a father like really forms like Jesus's own heart and I'm really convicted of that um because that's how Jesus comes to the world is in a humble place. When when we reflect on the early life of Jesus, um, especially Saint Joseph, like there's nothing like the presence of a father just affirming his son of what he's doing. And I could imagine like the way that Saint Joseph, as a carpenter, teaching his son how to build things. Um, yeah, like God, Jesus doesn't have to have a manual, but by just the presence and affirmation um, of a man really forms his own heart to to love the way Jesus loves his disciples when he um, goes out into his own public ministry. And I see that like in my own life, uh, not with just my dad, but with like the chaplains I work with or men I aspire to be. Um, just the way that they like are very, their presence actually affects the way that I I want to live, and um, and just the way that yeah, like my own father has been present. There's like one like distinct upper or distinct memory of just like growing up, and like by just sharing with my dad like yeah, I want you to come to like the the choir concert um and like I know my dad's not like the most uh likable of, of wanting to just sit through a choir concert but like just his presence being there um really meant a lot to me because like it's something I like and like um that I like to perform and and sing and it was just a, a sweet memory and and even like um yeah other moments in life like those big moments of like learning how to ride a bike or like learning how to walk learning how to um yeah live life or learning how to drive um my father was always there even though yeah sometimes it gets frustrating like just like the presence of of a father like really forms the way that i love myself and other people because there's no other way to to learn I mean there are other ways but like I think for me like it has been very formative yeah absolutely and something that we you know we talk about a little bit more as well on Wednesday says that tenderness interrupts the cycle of fear self-hatred and shame and gives way for healing and repair so, yeah, tenderness interrupts the cycle of fear, self-hatred, and shame and gives way for healing and repair. And I just think that that's such a beautiful thing that the Father can do for you. Um, you know, any time when you're feeling uh, any sort of fear that, you know, the presence of the Father can be a comforting thing and, yeah, whatever is going on that you just feel like, this thing is so huge and I don't know how I'm going to be able to deal with it. Uh, just 
having a hug from my dad, I just know, like, makes it feel so small. And I think that that's something not only with my with my dad, but yeah, with like you were saying, like other men in my life that I look up to as uh, father figures, I think I can just, you know, have them uh, speak into what's happening and just make it seem so small and like, oh, yeah, like the world isn't ending and everything will be okay. And so I think that, yeah, having having that sort of comfort come from from our spiritual father saint joseph as well is really comforting you know if if that's not something that you have with with a a father figure or your own father at home being able to to have that from saint joseph saint joseph as well um and yeah being able to go to him with these things and just allow him to to hold you in it and to just yeah make whatever whatever these things are just feel so small that's so good yeah I was when I was praying with this like idea of tenderness um yeah in my in my own life I've just like realized how um tenderness like of a of a man is something that like is like very special Mm -hmm. and yeah it's very healing um my dad I wouldn't say he's the most tender man in the entire <laughs> world. <laughs> As he's gotten older, he has become much more tender. Um, but yeah, it's not something I experienced a ton growing up. So when, uh, yeah, like father figures, like spiritual fathers, especially, um, yeah, uh, some of like the chaplains that I've worked with, and just like feeling their tenderness is something that like, yeah, just like heals my heart in a very specific way. And how reflecting on St. Joseph and how tender he is with Mary and yeah, like knowing like her, what she needed, especially like, you know, when they were trying to find somewhere to lay their heads when she was about to give birth yeah <laughs> and how like yeah his like tenderness and trying to like really provide in that way and and be there for Mary and so just um, like thinking about uh how Saint Joseph can do that to us and like these times when maybe yeah we just need like the tenderness of a man and um like as women and how we can look to saint joseph to like fill that and maybe ways that um our earthly fathers like cannot or like the other men in our life cannot mm, yeah and i think that um that kind of reminds me you know you'd mentioned the roles of or the the role of saint or saint joseph in helping mary and being a good a good protector a good husband to her and that kind of reminded me as well of the readings for Thursday were all about honor and honesty and I think that this idea of tenderness goes really hand in hand with that honor and honesty and I think something it was like the very first uh one of the very first sentences that were in the reading says that um yeah 
honor and honesty are two characteristics that are at the foundation of any great man. And when a man lives in and with honor and honesty, the greatness of his character shines through and blesses everyone around him. So, yeah, I just, I, I found that like, so captivating, like those sentences, like so cool. And yeah, it's, it's so true. I know there are a lot, there are men in my life that have not treated me with that honor and honesty and that's really hurt me. And, and um, yeah, there's a lot of healing that, that has to come from that. But yeah, again, that kind of goes into the tenderness of the good men in, in my life that have given me that honor and that honesty and the healing that can come from, from them in that, in that way of, of healing those, those places of my heart that may have been hurt or broken by that. But yeah, I also just kind of really wanted to hear Angelo, your thoughts on those couple of sentences. Yeah. Like how have you seen that lived out in your own life? And yeah, from the men that, that you were mentioning before these like influences on you. That is a good question, Maria. I, I'm all about healing <laughs> and freedom. Um, ooh, I'm going to get emotional. I'm getting, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hopefully not. Um, I would say that, um, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, right? <laughs> um, I'm laughing because I'm like podcast. Um, <laughs> if you don't have good men in your life, you need to look at the men around you and see if they're worthy of imitation or if if they're like leading you closer to the Lord. Because if you don't have that you're going to be stuck in the same sin, same cycles, same whatever, when you're 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, maybe with a wife and kids, maybe if you're discerning religious life. Because um, if you don't have good men in your life, like, um, yeah, they're guys who are not just friends when things are good, but friends who will will be there when things are hard, or they'll call you out on your crap, or they'll they'll they're willing to to be in the trenches with you. Um, a good measure of friendship is like if something were to um, were to go wrong at three a.m., who is the first person that you call? And if you don't really have that friend, especially a brother there to to call. Um, it's really tough to like live life. And I've been there where a few years ago, like I would say that I was just kind of like, I was still a missionary. Um, and my mindset was, um, yeah, just like going through life and like faking it till I make it. And I've, and, and being kind of in front of Jesus, like, here here's everything I've done for you Lord like what else do you need me to do or like I'm like living a life uh yeah where people see my accomplishments but not like my under like my ugliness or brokenness and like Jesus I'm only going to present like what's perfect and what's good but it wasn't until a few guys who yeah just really challenged me and in in the ways I was living and and 
um, have come in my own like personal journey to to be real with God. And it, if it wasn't for that trip, I wouldn't be where I am today with the men that I'm friends with um, that I could share my heart with. Um, and, and it really takes some guy who uh, knows the heart of God, who knows what it means to, to be a good friend, to really bring somebody out of that cycle. And for the person receiving it, to receive it with humility um, and know that it's not coming from a place of shame or calling out, but it's a place of love and joy that somebody wants to bring you out um, to heal rather than um, for you to stay stuck in your own sin. And and there's several men that have done that for me. Yeah, God, God is very faithful. And like, if you're seeking it out, God will definitely bring people. And if you want, I could be your friend. And I want to be that yes. guy who, yeah, calls you out because I'm known for that. Um, <laughs> in like, <laughs> I can confirm. Kate knows that really well. Um, yeah. And I know that Team Delaware um, has the two strongest women out there, but um, they are. Yeah, only gonna get the men so far, uh, because it takes a, a yeah. man to really, yeah, bring out like masculinity out yeah. and all that. And so that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a different podcast. Join us on that um, in the future. But I think yeah, something that as you were talking, I like before you had said it, um, I had thought of a quote from Wild at Heart, which was only true masculinity can bring out true masculinity. And you like literally said exactly that. So yeah, it it's so true. Wild at Heart is a book that, you know, slight plug, even though we're not, you know, sponsored by them or anything. But anyway, anybody. But yeah, Wild at Heart is written by John Eldridge and his wife actually wrote the counterpart to this book called Captivating. So for all of you men, if you want to read Wild at Heart, it really shows what the yeah, what that means, like a little bit more about what Angela was talking about. And then Captivating shows the the feminine version of of that so anyways yeah would love to just close up with a few personal thoughts um but yeah I think that kind of overall going through this week some wounds or struggles that maybe were brought up yeah I think for me just like uh going back to what I was talking about a little bit before was just like um, the need for for tenderness and um, going through this just yeah shed some light on like um, how my heart needs that um, yeah. specifically from men and I think just yeah reflecting on this week knowing the ways that my dad loved me really well but also mm -hmm. like revealing the ways that my dad maybe fell short um because he is human and not perfect um but knowing that saint joseph can help to heal those places and how saint joseph um 
wants us to like bring these these broken pieces of our hearts and wants to like step in where our fathers couldn't have yeah I think for me like I think coming to terms with yeah my earthly father is not perfect um and like the ways that yeah growing up wasn't always like perfect and good um kind of come um to mind but I think like there's like hope that um yeah with um healing and addressing where the core beliefs come in of like yeah lies I believe um yeah that the that God is is really healing this relationship because I know that yeah sometimes when we don't have a really good relationship with our earthly fathers like we tend to project our relationship with our fathers to our relationship with God as our father and so we're on this like journey of healing from from past memories and and things from our from growing up um yeah, and I and I really believe that yeah, God is really bringing that to mind um, in this in this time of Advent. Yeah, my dad has definitely been able to. I'm so grateful for the ways that whenever I was sad or you know whenever he would get angry if I did something wrong. So pretty justified, probably. Um, yeah, he would always. Um, come and talk to me after and he would show me you know well this is like this is why and this is you know why I'm upset when I was learning to drive I remember I was going to turn onto a busier highway and I didn't speed up enough um and so there was a car that was coming behind me and my dad started yelling he was like go faster 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 like press on the gas and I got so overwhelmed and so scared and I just like he told me um and I started crying so he like told me <laughs> to pull off on the side of the road like obviously he was mad and he was scared too based on the sound of his voice because he thought that we were about to crash the van um and so he told me to pull off on the side of the road and calmed me down and explained to me you know like I'm sorry that I yelled but this is this was the situation and I just didn't want you to get hurt. And I think that that was like a moment in my, with my memories with my father, even though they weren't very, they were few and far between sometimes it felt like, um, yeah, he did know whenever I was upset, how to calm me down and how to comfort me in that way. So, yeah. Love that. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, just to close us out, we, like last week, have a little take action, um, and it's very similar to last week's, which is to write and send a letter of gratitude to your father or a father figure in your life, or compose a prayer of thanks to St. Joseph. Um, so yeah, make sure you do that. Um, and yeah, thanks again to Angelo for joining us this week and giving us some amazing insights and yeah we're just gonna close out in a prayer All right in the father son holy spirit amen mm -hmm.
Heavenly Father, as we look within ourselves and reflect on our relationships with our fathers, thank you for the reminder of your love and faithfulness. Thank you for giving us the love and example of St. Joseph, whose strength, tenderness, and faithfulness bring comfort to us. Transform our hearts with humility, gratitude, forgiveness, and hope so we can grow ever closer to you and your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, thanks so much, Angelo. Really appreciate you being here. (laughs) Thank you. I love um, you both. And yeah, go team UD. (laughs) Bye, guys.